I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Jesus. The Notorious just please us with this lyrical thesis. And we be chilling. Top milkum. We're top billing. Silking. Pure linen. Me and little C's. <laughs> Malibu Sea Breeze, Dawn Peas, Palm Trees, Cats Named Pablo, and Milked Out Diablo. That's right. Yes. Bitches be the silliest. The more I smoke, the smaller the Philly gets. Uh-huh. Room 112 where the players dwell and stash more cash than Burt Fidel. In hell, in hell. feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Feels good. You <laughs> feel like Moni. Yeah. She what she said enough to blow me. Yes. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod Ed. Karen. And we're in the house on a, um, let's see, Sunday. Yes. Um, Walking Dead Sunday. Mm-hmm. One. Walking Dead Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um it's back um and uh as a saturday after i recorded with uh, i've been recording with uh the, these guys so you should know if you've been looking at the guest uh links that i put up every week or so um but uh you should recognize all their voices because they've also all been on the show before yes they have you should uh definitely recognize the first voice because of the echo that makes them sound omnipresent uh it's my man rashani what's going on dog Today I'm changing my name to Puff Daddy. Take that, take that, take that. <laughs> you kind of, with that with that little bit of an echo, you kind of sound like him in the background. Yes, you just need your shades on. Yeah, but uh, Rashani obviously hosts the single simulcast um, and uh, the Dream Team, and um, and uh, you know everybody remembers him. His uh, his his appearance on the show was one of the ones that got nominated the most uh, last year when uh, we uh, did episode uh, All My Baby Mamas. Mm-hmm. So. All All them niggas. <laughs> Every single one of them. That's good to I have. Wonder, I, I still wonder if he ever forgets some of their names. He's just like all them niggas. Right. Uh, one, it's like George Foreman eventually where it's just like George the third, fourth, fifth. Um, we also have, um, you know, in addition to Rashani, you heard another voice. Um, a voice I swore would never be on the show by himself. I'm kind of still keeping that promise. It's Scarfinger. What's up, dog? What's up, niggas? Uh, I'm glad you can I, wake I, I, up. You know, real, real talk. I miss y'all, niggas, yo. Oh, you too, miss man. You too, and man. I know you. Uh, you know, I like we hang out on the Dream Team. Um, and uh, I know that you uh still keep Scarcasm live going. Um, and been through all these crazy changes. I still think we had one of the best episodes of uh, Medium Talk of all time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know something in in. In hindsight, I really, I listened to that. I listened to that again. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm I'm through it all. You know, right. I'm past it all. But um, I listened to that again about a month ago, and I was like, "Wow, that was that was really insightful," and also kind of drakeish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really, I really got you know. You know, your your boy was in his feelings. Like I ain't never felt none of that shit before. Like it, it, no dealing with it all. Mm-hmm. And then I was, and I went, I went, I went total Drake. Or I went total Drake on y'all niggas, yo. Well, so, you know, it's my not bad. my it's, bad. It, first of all, it's fine, but it's 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 rare that two black dudes will sit down and have an emotional conversation anyway. So fuck it, man. We breaking all kinds of stereotypes and That's shit like that. Niggas got feelings too, bro. Um and and I when I was looking at your um at your feed for Scarcasm Live, um it looks like you've been talking about the sing off a lot. 
What yes. what the fuck is that? Uh, the sing off is a um is a it's a acapella competition show. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, originally um when I I saw some videos about um pentatonics and everybody who listens to the show knows that I went total I went total stand for pentatonics uh, and then pentatonics <laughs> had won uh pentatonics had won season 3 of this thing off so when they said um they were coming out with a new season I was like okay I'm there so I watched the new season and that made me really want to go back and start over you know and then talking to people about it and stuff like that and, you know I I was just really into it so I ain't really had too many people to talk about it with. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just do a podcast. I'll start over from season one. You know, even, even though you know who wins and all of that other shit, it's mm-hmm. still fun. It's still, you know, it's still good music. And then, you know, also watching people fail is the best. You know, like, yeah. you, know, you know, like when people get voted off and, and they got to fight through crying to sing their last song and shit. Damn. Like, <laughs> that's crucial. That's the best. But, um, yeah, what they make them sing after they get voted off. Yes, immediately after. Shit. Yeah, you have, they, you have they, to they sing say, your bye-bye song. Say, okay, this person got voted off. They might let one of them say, uh, say a little thing like, okay, we'll keep singing. Don't worry about us. And then they all have to, like, <laughs> <laughs> they all have, have to sing a last song while walking out of this, while, while walking off the stage. And it's, it's, it's songs like, I will survive and nah, nah, hey, 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 goodbye. Wow. And it, it's, it's absolutely awesome. Like I mean, watching they changed, people. They changed it for season four and they actually made them battle instead. Yeah, you yeah, know, I like they, the battles. They, they, they split the they split the song in half and they have them battle instead of the swan songs. Um, uh, yes, they do call it a swan song. Somebody said it in the chat. Um, but yeah, they they changed the season four. I had the battle. I like the battles better, but uh, some of the swan songs are just delicious with the sadness. Oh um, man, here's here's <laughs> so this one says uh, I found a video um, that says. Sing off three Sonos. It's so hard to say goodbye. Swan song. So I'm, I'm assuming so this, this is one. No, the, be- the best one mm-hmm. is if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Is this this black these black kids called Solo? Solo. Yes, and they did. I will survive, and it is so good. Um, so good. <laughs> it's right. so good because they are crying their ass off and trying to. Fuck with the <laughs> All right. Let me see if I can find that one. Let's see. I, can, I, can, I got the audio if you need it. All right, yeah, yeah. Send me that if uh if All right, hold on. Um let's see, sing off. But well, I uh, got I got me a new show. I might be covering sing off next year. <laughs> wow, that, this is a big thing. That's a thirty five minute YouTube video of all the seasons of people singing swan songs. Oh my. People really do watch this. This is kind of sick. Y'all watch this shit just to see these niggas cry, man. <laughs> I always no, thought people that watch these shows were... That's good music, yeah. I always it's thought people that watch these shows are better than me because I was like, oh, they watching people. No, we're not. No, we're yeah. not better than you. We're not. The mm-hmm. The thing is, there was um in the last season, there was this group, uh some Spanish group. I think it was called Calle Soul. Yes. And, um... <laughs> they were a bunch of uh, Cuban bees, and so when they got nervous, them hoes started dancing their asses off across the stage. So you just see one. It was like it was like um, that when they did Freestyle Fridays on One Hundred Six in Park, and that guy was going up against Jen, and he ran out of words, so he started doing reggae music. Mm. It was just glorious. It was so great. One girl just ran out of lyrics. Just. <laughs> 
that shit. They, the one in the chase, um, it, they knew they, they knew they was going home because, um, after their normal performance before they had the battle, she did the, uh, the drumline hand drop. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you knew it was over there. She, but then, and then while they was doing the battle, I guess she knew they was going to lose. So she just started dancing hard as fuck. All right. I'm going to play this clip. Um, also, um, I don't know where he went, but Adjiv J is here. <laughs> Um, and he just brought back the he just brought back the Negro majority. Um, so people have been kind of pining for that and talking about that for I want to say at this point years maybe. And uh, he, I remember him saying, "I'm about to go overseas, um, and uh, go to where? Where'd you go? Korea? Yeah, I'm in Dejan, South Korea. Yeah, and we everybody was like, "Don't do that, nigga. That's five to ten. He was like, "I know, right?" I'm going anyway, and uh, people was like, "Well, what about the show?" He's like, "I don't know about the show. I'm selling my PlayStation, everything." And uh, so yesterday, he told me he recorded the first episode, and uh, I'm assuming it'll be up soon. Actually, the episode's up. I dropped. Boom. It so Negro yeah. Majority is back, and uh, tell them how to spell it uh, so that you can uh, do that thing where you insult the audience. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to know what drinking beer. Um, K N E E G R O W. If you don't know how to spell majority, you should fuck with us because I'm here to help now. <laughs> oh lord! I'm here to help now. Oh, this is a new softer J. I don't know if I want to listen it's to this one. Yeah, yeah. Don't I kind of like snobby J. Don't worry, that shit ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna work. Yeah, it ain't gonna work. Um, here's the swan song Scott was talking about. Let me play it. Never thought that I could ever live without you by my side But then I spent so many nights just thinking how you did me wrong But I grew the fact that they have exit songs like they know their exit song they have to rehearse their exit song and i just imagine <laughs> in the background when they're like having to rehearse this song there's some groups that are like Shit, nigga, we ain't never gonna have to use this yeah. why are we singing this song why are we rehearsing this we ain't never got to you we, we gotta use it yeah i feel <laughs> that's why they make everybody pick one yeah that's like that's kind of kind of fucked up they make them do it i'm surprised nobody has just like done a full-on like fuck y'all Throw them, drop the mic, <laughs> walk off the stage, you know? Yeah. Well, that's gotta be something written in a contract somewhere that says they have to do it. Cause yeah. honestly, I would just walk out and be like, oh, you want my exit song? I really would just be on that, fuck y'all for this, and just walk out. Like, I'm surprised no one's done that. Yeah. I would have done the lyrics to cuss words by Too Short, like, all y'all bitches got to <laughs> clap. Yeah, why didn't somebody just practice a different song? Cause you're done anyway. Um, and let's be honest, if you're an acapella group on the show, probably not going to make it in any other format. Like, let's, you're not going to get it. You're not fucking up a future record deal. You're not uh, messing up any future. Like, you're done. So you might as well just get you a good fuck y'all in there and break the, <laughs> throw the mic down and get out of stage. Like, you'll be the most epic 
video of all time if you did that shit. You know what? It would be great if they, um, <laughs> if as they were leaving out, they looked at each other and said, five, six, seven, eight. I see you driving downtown with the girl I love. And I'm like, <laughs> it's also fucked up that they make them because, uh, acapella by nature is, um, an upbeat that type be a thing. Name of a group. Yeah. Like that you can't a rap acapella group. Like you can't, that's the thing that you can't like acapella group. A rap acapella group called Acapella by Nature, and they have a beatbox from the background. They do shit like OPP. Well, Urban Method, Urban Method from season three was a rap acapella group. Well, what's funny though is like because Dude, because it's acapella and it, and it involves so many people, you can't actually do um, like anything that doesn't feel upbeat by the end so you really can't do a sad sing-off song because it's gonna always end with like two niggas behind you doing just the beat and uh, a couple niggas beatboxing ah! people harmonizing scratching. yeah like sa- like harmonizing by itself just does not bring up sadness as soon as you hear niggas combining on that doom, 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 da, da, it's like okay well they'll be okay i would i would troll people on that show because i knew i wouldn't win I come out there doing songs that started off upbeat, and then I blend them into something like Pearl Jam's Jeremy. <laughs> I remember picking on the boy. <laughs> Seems a harmless little fuck. Um, what? What? Now, also, guys, uh, today is a very special day for everybody who's into The Walking Dead because mm-hmm. it returns. Yes. Um, and later on today, man, we like yesterday – People that are premium members, they got like a new show. It just um, popped up. Yeah, I saw people celebrating and being happy and stuff. It's called Off Season Reviews. It's where we review TV shows. Um, uh, sometimes with people, sometimes with each other, um, depending on, you know, what the show is. But, uh, we review shows during the off season because I was getting tired of shows that review every TV show that like two days after it's out. And yeah. sometimes I think with episodic shows, I don't think necessarily with, uh, I don't think it's as bad with like reality shows, shows. but with, reality ep- shows not as bad. But with episodic shows, I think it kind of diminishes what the point of the show is because, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to tell a story over a certain amount of time and people get really like, Oh, this episode, this thing happened and, and they didn't, they didn't tell us why. It's like, well, they might, they might tell us why in a week or two, a month, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the goal is to keep you kind of in, in, you know, Intrigued. Right. And so I was, I got tired of hearing too many shows that shit on good shows because they're reviewing them too close to each other. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why don't we just give things time to flesh out, give it a season or a half season, depending on how they take their break. And then we'll review it kind of to- in totality. Quality. So Karen did the first one with the biggest loser season 15. Yep. Big, big, biggest loser fan. And they just um, ended the season and Rachel won. Yeah. Hey, hey, Karen, Karen, Karen. Can I ask you a question? Yes. That bitch skinny, ain't she? She looks anorexic. <laughs> She's treating me because when she started, she was like two hundred something pounds. You know, for a woman, that's a lot, like two fifty something like that. And she dropped down to a hundred and five pounds. She lost over fifty percent of her body weight, like fifty three something percent of her body weight. And she ended up winning the um the Biggest Loser. And she looked very, very sickly. And people were actually, I went online and people were actually um, complaining because they was like, um, bitch, you don't look right. Something wrong. They was like, um, how could they let you do this? And, um, I think Dovet was the, oh, this, that's the black dude on the show. Shout mm-hmm. out to Dovet. He got the gorgeous smile. But anyway, um, 
Dovet was like, hey, um, we don't have anything to do with that once they, you know, go home. Because, you know, they, they actually leave the show for a month before the finale. Mm. So, you know, when they go home, the people that's in the top three, are actually, you don't get to see them anymore until the finale. And so they was like, we don't have anything to do with that. And, and odds are she probably had trainers and things like that. But the thing about it, people have to realize she about Rachel was about that money. And she was like, I am going to win. And. For a lot of them, that means looking like sticks, I guess. To yeah, get that extra push, she was. To get that extra push, she was smoking on the crack rock. Oh my god! Like, like for those of you <laughs> who haven't seen the finale, she looks yeah. bad. Like, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. Part of me wants to say she looks bad. The other part of me keeps thinking like. If you give her like a couple of chicken wings, she's gonna be look really good. Yeah. Like I hate to admit it, yeah, like, yeah. I, I really feel like she just she lost the weight. I well, I say this. I hope she lost the weight. I hope she lost the weight for like purposes of winning. Yeah, then I she's think gonna she eat did. a little bit and get because she's only like like she's on that right on that borderline edge of being really dangerously too skinny. Yeah. But if she eats a couple of chicken wings, maybe a chicken thigh, she's gonna be really really hot. Yeah. And I would like to take this opportunity to tell her if she listens to the show um, that I am all about that. So <laughs> tell her to holler at me. You know what? Uh, makeover week, uh, she was at like her fit, her right weight. She was like about 125, 130. And she looked gorgeous, like right there. And yeah. like once she went under that weight, it was like she became, I guess, just visually too small. You know, for a lot of people, it was probably a perfect size, you know, because some people think that that is the size to be. But fuck that. Put some meat on your bones. Eat some fat back or some I, bacon or something. Um, And you also, you did this review with uh, um, Keisha, Keisha, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Keisha. Yeah. So that was, you know, people get to hear a new voice on the show. We had a good time. Um, Personally, I think, you know, I think all those shows are kind of fucked up because it's just people tuning in to, like, judge people's weight and, like, you know make uh make you know it's like a side show but uh i think they should do another show where they do the reverse and it's like anorexic people and bulimic people and they have to put on weight to get back up to a normal weight and then we can call see it. how long it is before they jump off the wagon and start puking again i mm-hmm. want the money so bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can't. Like, they'd be calorie count. i was like i can't eat this this is three thousand calories do you know what this would do to my thighs right they have they have all kinds of trainers and shit they're like get off that treadmill you get off that treadmill you sit your ass down and you had this burrito take another nap go back to sleep yeah eat this double waffle with cheese and bacon nigga. <laughs> you're not gonna put no guacamole on your burrito that's an extra 300 calories right there, and you don't have to do anything. Oh, oh, so you're going to throw up? you just dissing Elmore's cooking, huh? you just right. dissing his cooking. <laughs> right. You better not throw up. You better swallow that shit down. You better walk that off. I knew you didn't want it. I knew it. <laughs> and your mama's a bitch. You know what? You said you wasn't here to make no new friends. You ain't here to make no new friends. You're here to win. You better swallow that shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't about that life. Also, um, you can find this show, The Blackout Tips, at uh, theblackouttips.com. Check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us five star reviews. Those places we'll read them on the show. Um, You can do stuff like uh, vote in the polls, become a premium listener, um, all that stuff right there in one place. Uh, Leave comments, you know, just a bunch of shit you can do. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. Bullet ball And today's podcast <laughs> is brought to you, is sponsored by Shorts for Cancer. 
that's right shadow dog productions uh shorts for cash cancer you can use the hashtag on twitter hashtag shorts for the number four cancer if you don't want to screw around with getting the dvd <coughs> mailed to you like maybe maybe you're like i don't like dvds i i like i like my digital shit I, I fucks with netflix and xbox and all this stuff so give me my digital option they now have a digital download option for shorts for cancer and it's it's even five dollars cheaper but whether you get the DVD or the download, remember, all the money goes to cancer charities. Think of it as a charitable donation where you actually get an entertaining movie to watch thrown in. If you want to help out, go to shadowdollproductions.com slash s4c.html. The link will be on the website. It already is, but I'll put it on there again. And drop $29 for the DVD or 20 for the download in the till. Don't miss Rod and Karen's film acting debut. <laughs> If you've ever done any horrible shit in your life, now's your chance to wash your soul clean by doing something good. <laughs> that is in the copy. So, uh, all, and he knows our audience. You guys all are pretty much horrible people. And, uh, if you listen to this show, you probably done some horrible shit. So, hey, help people that have cancer and wash your, uh, soul away. Uh, wash your soul clean. Keep in mind that, um, we're the blackout tips and this has been pretty controversial officially are uh, on the um we're not we're against cancer on this show and i know we team no cancer yeah we've lost some listenership uh well, since taking that stance on, on. we here at the dream team are team no cancer except whoa, whoa, for liver cancer whoa. Oh, liver cancer is just funny that's not liver my fault cancer. for laughing Absolutely. at liver cancer mm-hmm. i don't know liver why cancer. we're gonna bring that back up Rest of liver cancer is just funny okay. liver cancer makes me laugh I well, mean, uh, I'm having a hard time not laughing about it right now. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> and, I, I know, and it's we, difficult. We here at the Dream Team, we really want to say, if you have breast cancer, I'm so sorry. And if you have prostate cancer, that's <laughs> But if you got liver cancer, <laughs> I can't help it. Liver cancer makes me laugh. Uh, to Tara Lynn, who's calling me sick. Yes, I know, but liver cancer makes me laugh. Like I said, like, I don't know what it is, but it just makes me start giggling. And, and, and again, cancer. let's just when you put the song in it. Oh no, mama's got liver cancer. <laughs> like, I, like I said, this is a very controversial stance that we are taking here, being against all forms of cancer. Even um, liver. And yeah, even liver. We're we're not we're not down with liver cancer at all. Um, no. it's like it's making you know it's making dividing lines in the podcast community. It is. And uh, as you guys can see, live on the air, even it's it, it can get pretty intense. So. Make sure you guys go to shadowdollproductions.com slash S4C, um, for, uh, shorts for cancer, man. And, uh, you know, drop a little something there and, uh, help yourself feel good about, you know, the fact that you just laughed at that, that liver cancer joke. And, uh, <laughs> you can, uh, you can help a sponsor out it as well. I saw a midget with liver cancer. I didn't know what to make fun of first. <laughs> Have you Obviously got- midget first. Obviously midget first, and then you move to liver cancer. Ask him if this cancer is as big as everyone else's cancer. <laughs> oh, wait. I had a question, though. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did the dude from Game of Thrones got liver cancer? You know uh, what? Which dude? I might be sad if Peter Dinklage got liver cancer. I'll be, hurt. I'll be really hurt. Yeah, that, that, that would be sad. All right, we could laugh at that one. But if Willow got liver cancer, that shit, I'm going in. That would be yeah, Willow, got, Willow got liver cancer. I see oh, cancer. Wait, Willow Smith or Willow the uh, dude from the movie? Both dude of those guys can get it. Or Davis, the dude from the movie. Nah, let's oh. be, let's be Wait, sure. Willow both Smith? Of those, <clears throat> well, I hate no Willow Smith. No, no Willow Smith. And both of those young men can get it. Wow. What? 
Did you just say Willow Smith could get it? <laughs> no, I said she was a man, and she could get cancer, liver cancer. Okay, so that's still kind of pedophilia. The fact that <laughs> hold on, Ooh. saying that saying that she can get liver cancer is pedophilia. Oh, you said she can get it, and you did not clarify. That sounds like you said no. no. See, well, niggas, you, this time there's an audience. There's an audience this time. You, 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 you tall, <laughs> city-stomping motherfucker. I think what Jay is trying to say is... We don't believe you. You need more okay. people. He said he can get it. That That's what he said. That that's, is what he said. Yeah. That's shocking. Sir. That is what he said. That's what Jay said. Me personally, I said that the the midget from Willow and Willow Smith can are, both are get we really, cancer. Are we really? I mean, not, the, I mean, are we really not calling them little since, people? Since, this is the worst thing you said. We don't believe you. You, you need Hitler. more people. Uh, I forgot about that. He Fuck did you. say, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> are we really yeah. not? Um, are we really not calling them? Are we really uh, not calling them little just, people? Rashani. What? Sorry. What'd you say, Jay? What'd you say, Andrew Jay? Twenty-seven minutes in the show. We just lost Rashani. This is this is uh, this is a record, actually. Um, I just want to know: Are we really not calling them? Y'all little want me? I'm in Skype. Are we really not calling them little people? Is that what's going on here? I just want to make sure that that is what is happening. Uh, we just. We're... I mean, let me say this, and I don't mean this. I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but it's, yeah, but well, this is. Gonna, I'm sure this will come out great. <laughs> This is about to be bad. Stay back here. Said I've never had a little person or a midget check me on it. I feel like until what you're like six seven. (laughs) Who the fuck is gonna say that? What? What kind of reason is that? You know what? I've never. R. Kelly's like I've never had a fifteen year old girl check me on it, so I pissed on him. Oh, (laughs) terrible reasoning. This is evil. I've never had one check. I'm just saying. Text me. I feel like I can call whatever I want to. I feel you, Jay, because I've been checking my kids for years, and they now them said shit back. Right. That same thing Joe Jackson said. <laughs> oh. Um. Have you guys seen your Facebook movies? Has anybody watched theirs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you go to face. You go to Facebook.com, and I think it's Facebook.com/slash Look Back, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll make an automatic movie. It's like one minute long. It has this sweeping. Uh, it's like really musical sweet music in the background, and like uh, it puts your pictures, your your posts that got the most likes and stuff like that, all on um, you know, all all in a movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, mine was pretty good. It was actually kind of moving, um, considering all the shit that I went through last year. So for mine, I thought it looked really good. Um, but I forgot that um, you know. It's based on basically what you did in the last few years, how you changed since you've been on Facebook. I won't say it goes back five years or something. I, I don't know. Mine started two thousand and nine. It's it's well, no, it's, it's, it's sort of yeah. It's go back to the time you started. It's okay. I, I just want to say that I was just mad because mine was full of pictures of my kids. I was like, where the fuck am I at? Yeah, I saw a bunch of people who's like, since they. It's funny because you can tell the people that um some of this bullshit they do mm-hmm. like people that only talk about their significant other their pictures are full of just pictures of their significant other mm-hmm. status yeah, like hey baby of, how you doing 75 likes you know yeah. one of my one of my um one of my uh most liked posts was during one of my one of my drake stages oh and no. i found that to be fucking hilarious karen's know? um <laughs> i looked at karen's movie and i'm i'm barely in karen's movie so 
Uh, it's mostly pictures of food when we go out to eat. She just, <laughs> you know what else? You know what else? I, I, I just want to say from the honest part of me that it was a beautiful idea and it was heartfelt. But the fact that when it said your most liked statements and I had one that has 73 likes in it, it dropped directly down to 20. Fuck all y'all. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fuck <laughs> y'all niggas. Um. Some of the statements too, like, what I wanted to see though is people who had, cause like mine felt kind of inspirational cause it's like, you know, hey, I got this tattoo or I, you know, got laid off my job, but determined yeah. to try to do something, you know, That's like Jules was like, yeah, it turned off all inspiration. People were like, wow, you're you had one of the great videos. Um, but I want to watch somebody's video uh, where it's one of those ignorant people that spell one one capital letter, one lowercase letter for their middle name. <laughs> and just like see their video it's like bitches need to recognize haters. Get it how they live. Fuck that! It just, likes. With that sweeping, beautiful, like orchestral music in, in the, the background, background. Where, they, where they're just taking pictures of themselves in bras and shit, yeah. and they got the little thug angel sitting next to them, right. and they're like, "I was popping my collar at this bitch who was hating at the club last <laughs> night." Two hundred likes. I want to see. I want to see Sharkeisha's video. Yeah, I would I like did. to see that. All of what Sunny said. Yeah, I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't know why we're hating on people taking pictures in their bras. Ladies, if you want to take pictures in your bras, please, please do that and post it to Facebook and make a nice little movie with orchestral music in the background. I'm all about that. Yeah. Oh, we're also all about um, taking video of women who can make their titties clap. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't I, Facebook will allow I am post 100% behind that. In fact, when I run for president, because I will, when I run for president, that will be part of my platform. Mm-hmm. When you run for president, Jay, I'm not even running against you, but all of these podcasts <laughs> are going to start popping up. you have all to these vice all these, oh, if I'm, if I'm vice president, that's okay. But if I'm not, all of these random podcast episodes you're in are just going to start popping up randomly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like, I think Jay's talking about running for president of Korea. That's what I was thinking. There's was no way, thinking. there's no way yeah. you can get it here. You know what? We've never had, we've never had a pro liver cancer candidate. And I feel like that. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. That by itself is going to sink your vote before we even get to the other shit. No, because remember, I mean, Korea among is, other things, like breaking back yeah. Yeah, the fact that he refuses to call midgets little people, uh, that might, that might be a problem. But I'm also pro America, and that's what counts. Oh, actually, you know what? That's a good platform. Uh, You might have a chance, so. Today's gonna be the Barack Obama of Korea. Yeah. (laughs) Um, alright, so. Let's see your birth certificate. (laughs) So I was thinking about this shit the other day, man. You know how, um, in the Super Bowl, uh, both of the teams, uh, they have legalized marijuana in their states, and you people know. people are making a big deal out of that. You know, I'm sure California's like get like me, but uh, <laughs> but um, they were so they were they people were talking about it and um and like I was thinking like you know it is kind of cool that they have you know people that you know you won't get arrested now for smoking some weed. What about all the motherfuckers already in jail in prison? Ain't that the truth? Like, if, if they were really real about it, wouldn't they let everybody who's in on a bullshit possession charge out, out of jail? I mean, you decided that it was harmless and, you know, eventually cooler heads prevailed and you realize this is not a crime. I feel like if you're in jail now for some shit that isn't a crime anymore, you it's, it's like Ali Ali Oxen free during uh, a <laughs> and seek. You get to come out of jail. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's a good idea. I can understand them keeping people in jail, though, for that. I mean, just because 
honestly, it just boils down to like, well, nigga, you waited, like you just, you got, you were ahead of the game. You don't want to be the first person to do something. In this case, they were the first people to start smoking weed when it was illegal, and you should have just waited. Like, you couldn't wait a couple years to get your weed, and that's, that's why you're in jail. That's got to suck. How did you get busted for weed in the first place? It's the lowest priority on the stings. If you get busted for weed, that's just from where, like, you tried to light up in front of a cop. Yeah, exactly. Nah, they, they, nah, they pull nah. over. Uh, first of all, if you're a black person... You, if you smoke weed, you can get yeah, caught jaywalking and your ass probably gonna get, go downtown for getting searched. But, um, the other thing I was gonna say though is if I had like a, uh, a friend in prison, or actually more if I had somebody I didn't like in prison, I would go visit them and smoke up in the lobby. See, now that's where you got me because even though I know it's legal and I know it's right, I'm still scared to do it. Like, I know. I know personally that I can walk into a church and cuss my motherfucking ass off in the lobby if I really felt like it. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Mm. So, you know, I that's like sparking a J next to a cop and be like, you want some. That's tempting fate too much. I'm already black. You know, it, it's not going to take much for him. He's got he's got PCP in that and just take me out. So, yeah, you know, I, walking into a mm-mm. if they ever legalize it here, I definitely want to smoke. I've never smoked weed, man, and I don't even know how to get it. Like no, I feel like I'd be scared. I'm I've scared. lived such a good, clean life. I wouldn't even know how to go about procuring weed. Yeah, I choked. You know? I choked to death off the smoke. They were like, she dies from not realizing that she had to blow it out of her body. Some shit. I'm good. And I'm too much of a square to even like figure out. Like I would probably go right to the undercover cop and ask. Like, <laughs> yep. I feel like that's how. I'd be I like, like, "Ooh, you look safe." I'd be like, "Hey, man. Hey, you got some." weed and then they'll just be like get on the ground nigga get on the ground I'm like oh shit and 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 that's what we i mean you gotta think about it we all they talk about how drug pushers are just pushing drugs upon kids i have yet to have a drug pusher knock on my door i get a hell of a lot of uh jehovah's witnesses and mormons riding past my block but nobody knocks on my door and says hey i'm just giving out these free samples of uh good old shrek and if you want some, here's my number. Come find me. I don't know where to find a drug dealer at anywhere. So I don't, I feel like I'm left out of a, a black circle. Oh, so, so those. Currently, I live in Newport News. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's our dime a dozen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. And then like the other thing is I feel like looking for weed would turn me racist against my own people oh lord because i feel like the people i would ask would be all like young black dudes which is racist as shit man they're not the only people that smoke weed but that's how i would start my like hey dog hey yeah big, you, i see you working i see you hey. working behind the counter at this mcdonald's but uh you know where the weed is and, and let me tell you why because all the anti-commercials y'all remember when we were small mm-hmm. you'd be like walking through the park with your basketball going home and some nigga be like hey you want some weed you know but that's not realistic right. but you know that's the way they show it <laughs> right you know hey you want to kill your dreams with some crack cocaine the kids be like nah i don't want none of your shit and smacking at their hand and run you know that's how i always vision you know vision drugs yeah. but you know that's why i don't know nobody that does drugs because i stay away from the basketball and you're right park. those commercials were racist and yes, that's what that has affected me to this day yeah, yeah i have for real latent for racism real. from the commercials because they always made People who sold drugs, they made people who sold drugs also appear to be bullies. Yes. And in my real life, that's never been the case. No. Like, bullies don't <laughs> sell drugs. <laughs> Billy always when you watch them shits, the 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 white the white people were always like the first one's free. Mm-hmm. 
I'm saying I, I I used to work in I used to work in the downtown area here in California and or here in Sacramento. I'm sorry. And um, next to the bus stop, there was always a guy who was standing out there. Like every morning, the same dude be standing next to the bus stop. And so I finally got into my mind that you know, in all these movies and stuff, they be selling drugs right there at the bus stop. So I just figured that this guy was slanging crack, and I never said anything, and I never really asked anybody. I bet you he was just going to school. And mm-hmm. I have been completely denigrating this guy in my mind for so long that it was just like, I don't know how to find my way back. And if you were actually going to school, I apologize. But if you were selling crack, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. Smoke up. Smoke them if you I got them. I love <laughs> crack every day. I, I'm, I'm going to be the one to go out on the limb because okay. I'm not in America and say that, like, I think that police officers, like, really should be more racist. I mean, why not? Uh, I was thinking also, like, picking out, <laughs> like, picking out, cause I, my alarm didn't, uh, my alarm didn't go off the other day, so I had to switch up. I went to check on it, and, um, I realized that the iPhone now has all these other default options for alarms. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, um, I went and picked out another sound, and as I was, like, being, like, I, I don't know how you guys get, but I get, like, really meticulous, like, I'm like, you know, this sound, nah, nah, let me hear this sound. No, no, that's a little too airy. I might not wake up. Oh, no, this one's too happy. I'm not going to be that happy when I wake up. And I pick out a sound, and I realize it didn't fucking matter what the sound was because I'm going to slowly grow to hate it for the rest of my life, no matter what the sound is. Like, there's no sound I can wake up to every morning that eventually I won't start associating that sound with being, like, slightly annoyed and having to wake up. Um, even when I hear like people's alarms in movies or like someone's phone ringing a movie and I'm like, Oh God, that's my fucking alarm. Like, don't answer that phone call. Just put it to, put it to snooze. And, and, and I think when I pick mine, I can't do music. Like it has to be something that be like, wake your ass up, nigga. I can't have music cause I will sleep through the music and my dream will start correlating with whatever the fuck the music is and I'll mm-hmm. just oversleep. So it has to be that dang, dang, you know, type of noise to be like, Hey, 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 time to get up. Yeah. When I was a freshman in college, um, I, the only thing I brought with me was a stereo and, um, Jimi Hendrix's greatest hits. And so I set the stereo across the room from me and set the alarm on the stereo to go off at a certain time and set it so that the song that came on was a Star Spangled Banner. And I put it at high volume and I locked it in a closet. So I had to get up and get it. And I, as selfish as I was, I didn't think about my roommates and the fact that they may not have had six o'clock classes or practices or anything like that, like I did. So subsequently, uh, I, I, my stereo got thrown out the window. Of course. I'm surprised they didn't stab you. Yeah, I was going to say, you would have came home and just found pieces of your stereo all Crushed. over the room. Uh, especially, like, I, I remember one time we had a, uh, a sweet mate who, uh, he, and it's funny because I actually grew to, love jay-z because of this but he used to bump uh jay-z's volume um one constantly and um he and it was weird he was one of those new york niggas who was down south now so you know how they be overcompensating and shit like i'm from new york i listen to jay-z he's like all right cool and so uh he would turn this shit up the loudest in the fucking building and all this shit so one time he went uh out for the weekend, locked his door, and fucking left his alarm on, which oh. meant 
all we listened to for 48 hours was jay-z's volume one on, a on repeat mm-hmm. oh my god now i was pissed <laughs> but also love jay-z because of this yeah. like it was weird because <laughs> like I, at that point i was like man fuck jay-z i hate this like in 48 hours i went from like yeah man you know, like me and my roommate we were playing uh madden and our room was right next to his stereo and we're like man fuck this album dog you, you know like he don't even bump cast this nigga only listen to one album every day fake ass new york nigga and then by fucking <laughs> by, by by fucking uh three o'clock and shit uh we were sitting up there like uh a million. <laughs> a million. Like, that's my shit, though. <laughs> Y'all probably had it memorized it by then. I did it again, niggas. Yeah, we know, like, we, we knew all the parts, like, uh, even with that dude, um, what the fuck was that dude's name that used to do the talking Leak. on the Jay-Z albums? Oh, sorry, sorry. Pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. Like, we, we even knew those parts. It's like, something's pulling me closer. Like, that shit was like, oh, man. Yeah. We've been listening to shit way too, too long. much. I ain't there was a there was a, a song that um, <laughs> I mean that's probably the best way to suffer through a situation like that because I had a friend in uh, high school, and first of all, shouts out to Haley Ryan. Um, her boyfriend and her went into my cousin's house and um, got their groove on, to put it cleanly. And you know when you're when you're a teen, you 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 want to play music in the background to kind of set the mood. Mm-hmm. This dumb nigga, oh this dumb nigga, he put his music on of all choices, Busy Bones' first CD, Heaven's Movie. Wow! And of all choices off that album, he put it on this song called "Demons Surround Me." Now, I, I put that in the in in the. Yeah. In, so I mean, he put it on repeat, and they're in there, and he's smoking weed and everything, getting drunk or whatever. <laughs> and this nigga fell asleep with this song playing at top volume, and it repeated like twenty times. And that high pitched voice. <laughs> sound like that ice fish dude. Yeah, that sounds weird. Uh, I just realized I've never listened to any of Busy Bones music no. since uh, I heard that interview. But so so imagine hearing that like twenty imagine hearing that like twenty times in a row at top volume and, and you can't get into the room because the door is locked and they're not answering the door. Yeah. Oh my God, I hate that song. Well, here's so how we got back at um at Ed um because you know I'm I'm a vindictive person, um so um <laughs> we 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 had I want to say it was like 702's No Doubt album yeah that's something like that. <laughs> um, and we like you know how when you back in the day you could like get twelve albums from Columbia House and for nine nine cents you just have to buy six more at seventy five dollars each or whatever. <laughs> yes, never buy those six like everyone else did. Yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, buy get twelve and go fuck you. I'm actually under <laughs> I'm actually under eighteen and I don't have a credit score. What are you gonna do, bitch? Um, <laughs> I'll put that penny on the card and send the card in. Yeah, so we we put the, we put it on seven oh two and just turn shit all the way up. 
and just uh, left. Which album did you do? Um, I want to say it was 702, No Doubt, I want to say is what it was. That first one? Yeah, I, and I think it had this terrible song with E-40 on it. I'm sorry, West Coast people, E-40 is terrible. Um, I, and I, uh, uh, weird thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Both y'all. I'll see y'all next thank week. Thank you, sir. Oh, well, nah, yeah. E-40 is not really that great. Yeah, I'm E-40 not really is. Sure. Uh, E-40 uh, is horrible. We'll discuss E40 fans trying to pretend like ain't nobody ever heard Double Dutch Bus before this. Right. Week, you know? <laughs> Look, I'm going to let y'all East Coast niggas cook. I'm going to let y'all cook, but I'm just going to stand back and let you know that I fully disagree with that statement. You know, he's terrible because all his albums are on Spotify. Like all great, <laughs> all great artists take, take a couple albums and go, fuck you, Spotify. You're not getting this one. Uh, E40's like, you can have it all. No one understands what the fuck I'm talking about anyway. E40 is one of the best artists to come out of the West Coast in the last 30 years, and I don't give a fuck. Go and ahead. If, and if that's, a, if that's, if that's an accurate statement, I feel sad. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even put him above. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Scar. Shut the fuck up. Because, I feel sorry because, for your mother. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Scar. <laughs> Because Magoo came from your city. He so did. So shut the fuck up. But nobody I thinks mean, Magoo I mean, is the best. Never heard me for Magoo ever. Ever. Yes, I have. And I can bring ever. that. So up. wait. So did Rashani just compare E40 to Magoo? Is that, so he's kind of, so he's kind of admitting that. So okay. I, I agree. You know what, Rashani, you're right. That's, no, that's about the no, same I'm level. I'm things that came out of states and cities. I'm saying it is. If, yeah, this nigga be making shit up. He do. E40. You mean me? No, no, E40. He'd be like, broccoli, this broccoli cheddar magoo, that shit was rhyming better. He's like, that shit, none of that works. He's like, no, I made all that slang up. It makes sense. If you just, if you, if you have my slang dictionary, you'll know that that, that magoo and cheddar with the broccoli is, uh, talking about weed getting hoes. And so I'm like, no, I think you just have some type of mental disorder. Uh, oh, you know, you, you, you gotta talk about getting that gouda and that broccoli while you're sipping on that Moesha because you know what? Sometimes you just gotta pop your collar and say, fuck the popos. Then Penelope don't be doing shit to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, I'm, I'm just saying, look, E40 is a talented old man and he's rich as fuck. So when it's all said and done, other people other than me supported his shit. Oh, I agree. Oh. Kendrick shouted him out. My man in the, my man in the chat. Just straight up saying Magoo greater than E40. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't even going to the same dude who said he mixed the weed with the cocaine? Well, I have to give Magoo props because he did do uh, some pro-gay music before Macklemore. You, just oh. because his voice sounded like that does not mean he was pro-gay. Nah, and up jumped the boogeyman. He said uh, a lot of stuff. <laughs> that uh i didn't know maggie lou was into man i i was like hey bro you know um if that's what you want to do you know what I'm saying like that's more power to you i didn't think the world was ready for this but uh yeah he, he definitely um he definitely was ahead of his time yeah the only thing I, the only thing nice i've ever said about magoo is at the time i thought he had better bars than both tim and missy yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a very low. But that's not saying. That's not saying. Yeah. I would have horned him right there. I I, I would have horned him anytime he said anything nice about Magoo. Because first of all, the nigga's name is fucking Magoo. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Well, how did? How? 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 You have to be a dumb motherfucker to get a nickname like Magoo. First of all, E40's name was E40. Second, E40 just made up shit all the time. Like, I don't know why this is okay. Like, I still don't understand. 
how we all heard 40 Water or whatever the fuck that thing was called mm-hmm. and was like, oh, this is tight. It, it, it just wasn't. It was just made yeah. up. E-40 was, was one of those dudes that people would tell me about him and and then they would play the music and I'd be like, oh, nah, never mind. Yeah, I had I had it the first, my, of course, my first, the first time I ever heard E-40, it was Sprinkle Me and I was like, what the fuck That's is the name this? Of it. That's the name of it. There we go. I can't what, even remember. What the shit. fuck is this shit? <laughs> Him having a seizure over and over again on one out. Yeah, I've I've always thought that that was a malt liquor beverage. Uh, so that shows you how much my knowledge goes into this. It's like an electronic, um, electronic beverage. Yeah. Hey man, I just I sent you an E forty. Did you get it with my E Vite? <laughs> Maybe you could bring bring some E snacks to the Super Bowl party. You know what? I just want to point out, niggas, mm-hmm. <laughs> that this is like the third or fourth time we've been together on the show, and y'all have gone in on a West Coast group. And E forty counts as a group. <laughs> is that what y'all say? E forty is one man. I thought that was one man. And you know what? And 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 the thing about you know it, what? and and I know it's just my ignorance to E forty because I think he's like been on like award shows and stuff. He it out. And Rashani left the scene. Yeah. Motherfuckers know what time it is. I don't even know why I'm on this track. Oh, and right, and I'd be like, who is that? He'd be like E forty. I'd be like, okay. Then next time I ask him that the same question two years later, so. Yeah, I actually got the song, uh, Sprinkle Me. Um, J4, Man Nigga No. Just What's that, for, J4? Oh, the song? That's what he said, no. Sprinkle Me was due. No, yeah. Here's the song, guys. Ain't okay. To me. That uh, the audience can decide. Better sprinkle some of you fools with some of this, this GAME, man, some of this guy. Understand my system. Better sprinkle you fools with my sprinkling system. Understand this stuff. It don't stop to the motherfucking Glock pop. And fuck a Glock, I'm fucking with the six R. P226, Diana Ross, cousin Nina. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mina, that's what we do. Understand it. I'll be more hipper than the hippopotamus. Get off in your head like a neurologist. Push him awake to Atlas. Got a hot about the name of Tupacalus. The 707 Martin, let's go hella far back to Floor Terrace. Yeah. I pull a 40 out of my walk after that, I flush it down my soft garris. The group that I'm with, the click, click. Sugar D shot legit. Yeah. Family orientated, game related, it's the shit. shit. Killing motherfuckers off crucial. Sitting them down mutual. Running through these lyrics as if I was fiber like what better music so time a time body water oh, oh my sprinkle me 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 my big time a time big time body water sprinkle me my 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 sprinkle me kick that shit shit so obviously, I I feel like at this point we all had to take it back. Rashani was right. Uh, apparently, um, E40 is uh, one of the dopest artists of all time after hearing uh, that Hot 16. So you're I, damn straight. You, you are uh, damn straight. Uh, the chat the chat room all agrees. Uh, E40 is a god compared to a rapper forte. I do like the fact that he said he was black metal musical. I have to be honest with no, you. He said he's fiber spoke to metal my musical. Soul. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no, no. I forgot how bad this was, says uh, Terrell. But then she compliments him. The hook was the best part. Um, only in, quotation marks. Only in E-40's mind, he is cool. Uh, <laughs> fiber-like Metamucil, one dude says, considering the fact that many of the rap greats come from the West Coast, that is embarrassing, says Shayna. Uh, sprinkle him with what, says uh, Lady Rose. I like it. 
and uh, <laughs> and man this reminds me of my childhood about to go cop says j4 so a lot of people I'm, showing I'm love talk, real talk look i'm so wait, wait, j4 in your childhood were you like assaulted or hurt like why would this remind you of your childhood jay this just makes so it's, sense yeah, he was assaulted with a dictionary look <laughs> 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 Look. I'm sorry. Look, Rashani, I want to like it because you're a decent dude, and I don't want to be like a jerk to you or to Jay Fool, who I don't even know. But this is terrible, man. Like, it just, it, it, just, it just sounds like random words. Oh, it's oh, also hold, it hold, hold, hold up, 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 hold up. You're saying this sounds like random words, but the Wu Tang Clan gets a pass? No, because Wu Tang Clan actually had a point. Well, well, I mean, they had a point. Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. You talking about? Hold on. You can't. Hold you can't no, refer to no, Wu Tang Clan no, as a whole. No, 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 no. Sacrifice Dashers had a point. No, no. Sacrifice Wu Tang Clan don't get that pass. Yeah. Bastard had a point. Sacrifice? No, no. Sacrificing like like actual words or not even words. Sacrificing lyrical content for flow is one thing. But sacrificing the English language of just him just being like, yep, yep, when he ran out of stuff to say is another thing. That's all he was doing was like, I gotta find something wrong for yuck, so I just said yuck again. Yuck, yuck. That's what he. That's E40 in a nutshell. That's not okay. It is not okay. Moving on. (laughs) Magoo said these bars. On Up Just a Boogie. <laughs> I fiend for all beats like girls jump for dicks. Don't salt the next man. Keep that Lindbergh shit up in the cut like gay niggas in butt. I'm black with Indian. My race should be mutt. Um, I feel like he was a, I feel like he should have won his Grammy, uh, instead of Macklemore because ah! that is pro gay as you can get, man. Like dudes do not really uh say stuff like that, and that's a controversial stance in hip hop. Um, that's a normal thing to say in hip hop. No, let's talk about some news, okay, guys? News happened. Did you guys know oh, that wanna. NBC <laughs> NBC edited out the IOC anti discrimination statement from the opening ceremony? Why? Um, I don't know why. Like. There was a speech given, um, that I'm not playing the whole video because it's kind of long, but the guy gave a speech for the opening ceremony. Uh, Russia's anti-gay laws, of course, have been a major focus in the lead up to the Olympic Winter Games in Sochi. Um, and during his address, uh, at, at the opening show, the IOC president, Thomas Bach, made a strong statement against any form of discrimination uh-huh. in favor of tolerance. Viewers worldwide heard the statement. NBC viewers in the U.S. did not because the network edited it out. They didn't think we were going to know this is, you know. Yeah, I don't know if they did it on some like, we don't want Russia to look good or, I mean, we don't want, like, I don't know why they would edit it out or if they were just like, if someone in Russia is controlling the bra is like, no, you take that shit out. Uh, we ain't going to the United States. We, yeah, we cutting that one out. Some kid watching this might turn gay now. So don't, (laughs) don't let them read. Here's what I don't get about the whole Russia thing. Like, the law existed before the Olympics got there, and we all like had the chance to like understand that Russia was somebody who really was not very tolerant of the LGBT community. So, like, why are we all now like, no, no. how you know dare you, Russia? Jay, you know what? Why are we now like, upset about like it? Russia was already on that mindset, but now that they got the spotlight, they are literally trolling niggas. Like, they <laughs> came out 
and said, uh, if you are an athlete and you're in the Winter Olympics, don't talk to our kids. They are going over the top. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's the Olympics are more of a political thing than than an actual sports competition especially the winter olympics nobody cares about those so no, I, I think that um this is just a just it's all it harkens back to the all the way to the old school days where you have the olympics and then everybody has beef with each other tries to make some sort of statement through competition but really it's more political um than anything else we don't even pay these athletes really so mm-hmm. i mean it's just a matter of how can we make a statement with uh about your country Visa, via, uh, you know, our, um, you know, via our, our athletes and our stances. So well, I, I think the best way to make the statement would have been like boycotting it because you knew the law existed. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I'm, I'm still confused about. Like we're talking about the conditions and the facilities and blah, blah, blah about world class facilities. I think that's nonsense. It's the world is not a pretty place. Just going to get used to that. Athletes. That's the truth. But I don't understand. Like, this was a law in Russia before they made a bid to get the Olympics, mm-hmm. like waiting for it to get there and then being like, how dare you, Russia? No, sir. That irritates me more than just saying like, all right, if Russia gets it, we're not sending our athletes. They should have done this like four to five years ago when Russia was making a bid for it and Russia oh. had this law. Just you, say you you're know not going to send athletes. You know what's actually funny to me, and this goes to show how much more people care about the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics, which, by the way, when I went out to dinner last night, the Winter Olympics were on the small screen, and Keith Smart pushing a fan at the Texas Tech uh, OU game was on the large screen, so that just shows you what people think about the White Folk Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they are, they are actually, there's more angst about Brazil, the Rio de Janeiro Olympics, than there is about what's going on in Sochi and about what's going on in the favelas and all that kind of stuff. Because you can't party in the snow. Exactly. And niggas ain't going to... I, I saw a black person. I was like, for real? We really came? And honestly, like, we do this no matter where the Olympics are. When they were in China, it was about uh, pollution and human rights abuses and stuff like that. And um, I do think that there's a stage like the Olympics set a stage for the world to kind of judge people and judge their countries on like their shortcomings and all that shit. And I don't have a problem with that necessarily. Although I know it's contrived, which is why, you know, it's, it's like watching a fight on reality TV. Like I know that this is going to be a fight before I turn the TV on. I know that these motherfuckers don't really, uh, you know, have to do this, but they're going to do it. And it's fake. So I'm not going to watch but I know other people get into it, man. They really watch this shit. So when this guy gave uh the speech, the parts that were taken out, honestly, I don't know how someone could take this as, oh, this is pro-gay propaganda. But this is what was taken out. I'll just read those parts. What has been achieved in seven years is a remarkable achievement. I would like it. I would like it. Thank in again. What? I would like it. He must mean to thank. I would like to thank in again the president of the Russian Federation and his government social organizing committee, the Russian Olympic Committee and the IOC members in Russia. I don't know why that was taken out. Now you are all living in an Olympic region. Talking to the athletes. I'm sure you will enjoy the benefits for many, many years to come. Thousands of volunteers have welcomed us with the well-known warm Russian hospitality. Many thanks to all of the wonderful volunteers. Bolshoi, Spasiba. I don't know what that means. Valetarium. I guess that's Russian. <laughs> Uh, or a Perry Potter spell. 
Thank you very much <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> Russia and the Russians have set the stage for you, the best Winter Olympics on our planet. From this moment on, you are, wait, are there other Winter Olympics on our planet? I don't know. What are you talking about? Anyway, <laughs> from this moment on, you are not the only, only the best athletes. You are an Olympic, you are an Olympic athletes. You will inspire us with with your outstanding uh sports performances you have come here for sports you have come here with your olympic dream the international olympic committee wants your olympic dream to come true this is why we are investing almost all of our revenues in the development of sports universal olympic rules apply to each and every athlete no matter where oh this is where you start getting okay no matter where you come from or what your background is you are living together in the Olympic Village. You will celebrate victory with dignity and accept defeat with dignity. You are bringing the Olympic values to life. In this way, the Olympic Games, wherever they take place, set an example for a peaceful society. Olympic sport unites people. This is Olympic message. Uh, the Olympic message athletes spread to the host country and to the whole world. Yes, it is possible to strive even for the greatest victory with respect for the dignity of your competitors. Yes, yes, it is possible even as competitors to live together under one roof in harmony with tolerance and without any form of discrimination for whatever reason. Yes, it is possible even as competitors to listen to, understand, to give an example for a peaceful society. That that's so passive aggressive. I love it. In, in the background, it would have only been better if they had in the background. One nation under a <laughs> right. I just like that. It was so. It's it's like when someone wants to cuss you out, but they start talking to the person next to you like you ain't there. Yeah, like you know what? Fuck Jay. You know yeah. what, Rod? I really just can't stand that motherfucker. Sometimes, <laughs> hold on, hold on, here it comes. Right, but uh, yeah, they edited. Wait, wait, they, they, they took that shit out of the broadcast. That's crazy. <laughs> you um, know, I, I just I, I I want to say that I don't know if we're making as big of a deal as needs to be made about the fact that uh, Russia has these policies. But at the same time, like you said before, Rod, the U.S. has policies that they're just now getting to amending or or fixing or whatever it may be. So every group will come to their own decision in their own time. And whether they want to discuss it or not, there's obviously homosexual people living in Russia. That's, I mean, just statistically speaking, that's a definite statement. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're sitting there talking about, we don't want this, we don't want that. We don't want that. They're really alienating, not only the folks outside of their country, but they're also alienating folks within their country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that bothered me more than anything else was I read a story about how, when they got the Olympics, the neighboring city to them or the neighboring state or whatever was really excited because they've been poor ever since they broke up from Georgia in the civil war and Russia just straight up closed their borders to them and told them they couldn't even go to the Olympics and told them that nobody's allowed to come and visit them at the Olympics. And so all of the hotels they built up are still empty. And it was just like, doggone it. That's like me inviting everybody in this room to a party and saying, but if you tell Scar, he can come. You're completely out. And that's what troubled me was that we're, this is supposed to be, well, this is supposed to be a worldwide (laughs) event and it's supposed to bring everybody together. And we are still like, if if you're going to throw salt, don't throw salt on your next door neighbor, you know, because I think in the long run, that's going to cause more problems in the fact that they don't want the athletes talking to kids in their state. Yeah. I I always thought, I always find it weird. Like I watched this documentary called, uh, they called me Kuchu. Um, about Uganda and some of the, um, like, civil rights issues with, uh, homosexual people over there. 
and it's amazing like how much one comes from religion like apparently all the radical people from america that kind of get marginalized we were like if you don't get the fuck out of here with that shit go to other countries that are a little bit less developed or a little bit not used to uh religion and then they're like um you know um let's actually step it up let's kill some gay people so it was like Ah. yeah like literally they wanted to pass a law and it almost got passed that if Let's you were up a notch. I'm sorry, I'm, I, I just I just see somebody stepping off the plane. Like I'm tired of the bullshit. Right now, I'm making up a new rule here in Papua New Guinea. If you're gay, you're not okay. Right. Come at me, bro. They so they like wanted not to pass. Me. It almost worked. They almost they wanted to pass a law um, where you could round up gay people. Um, and if you knew someone gay, including your family members, you needed to report them to the police so they could get them, um, and then kill them. Uh, the rule, the reason they said this was because gay people, being gay was also the same as being a pedophile and they were turning other kids gay, uh, by getting to them earlier. What? And, um. Wow. Yeah, um, the, one of the guys who the documentary was about actually ended up getting killed behind this. Um, but, um, it was crazy because, it was just they were, they didn't need facts. They didn't care. You know what I mean? It was just oh, like, that's, that's and not. the only reason the law didn't pass is because the international community um, basically said we will not give any more to foreign aid that goes to your country if you pass these laws where you're going to kill gay people. And that's the only reason it didn't pass. That's that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we we deal with all walks of life every day. I mean, for example, scars intensely intensely cynical and evil and jay is just like a villainous mastermind but i'm never going to send somebody out there and say hey if you talk to them or if you deal with them i'm going to kill you there's 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 a level of just (laughs) there's a level of respect that people are forgetting you should have in any society and i don't care what place of power you're in when you start using your power to uh, demonize the beliefs of other people or put down other people or just try and take out a whole nother group, you're an asshole. And I don't care if you're a president, if you're a emperor, if you're a blood, if you're a crip, just let niggas live. I I, I, I think that, I think that um, honestly, we put too much power behind our own thoughts. And we don't give enough credence to the thoughts and beliefs of others. And that's why the world is getting shittier and shittier every single day. Because, hey, my beliefs must be right because I believe them. And I don't know what you believe, but I've never been taught that. So you must be wrong. All of a sudden, we're funking. And that is the dumbest fucking thing in the history of ever. Unless, of course, you're Except for my belief that Scar is like the evilest motherfucker in the planet. And if you fuck with him, I'm done with you. Because I mean that shit. That's accurate. So I can't can't even be mad at you for that. Except, except, of course, in the case of liver cancer, which you guys all support. Um, (laughs) We support liver cancer. The Navy had the most under <laughs> this is the most underrated scandal like i guess thanks to the olympics this isn't getting covered but to me this is the craziest shit i've ever read uh-huh. and i don't know how people aren't like outside of every navy facility with picket signs dozens of sailors have been accused of cheating on exams on a subject in which one would rarely hope they uh they well, you would really hope they'd be an expert how to operate nuclear reactors uh. <laughs> what 
you don't get to copy and paste the answers on the do you know how to operate a nuclear oh. reactor test? I'm sorry. I draw the line there. That's not one place where I want to see people get it how they live and um, and hustle. Sorry. Somebody. I Blow a whole city live up. not 10 minutes away from the Newport News shipyard that builds Navy boats, including nuclear stuff, and across the bay from Norfolk, which is the largest Navy facility <laughs> dude um, you're gonna die i just picture like i just picture like when they when they blow you up have your games i just picture like homer I stuff i picture yeah, homer uh i picture homer simpson at his job <laughs> like just, just sitting Honestly, back i picture one smart. guy i picture one guy saying dude i had such a bender off that pruno that i made in the toilet for the past 12 months because really they're in a the submarine they're not getting out offshore and shit dude i'm so fucking hungover can i just sit next to you yeah can, I, can I? I just want to know like are like when you cheat on the test to become a person that is in charge of the navy's nuclear propulsion program do you just get the job and then go, I'm not going to touch any anything. Buttons. I bet you so. And what do you happen if somebody that knows some shit start really asking you questions about some shit based off of your quote unquote expertise that you right. study? No, but you just said that the person that answered the question actually knows some shit. So let them do it. Yeah, they just copy and paste oh, that. Oh, okay. 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 I see what you're <laughs> Yeah, they like, it's like, so what would you do, sailor? Listen to me. Listen to me, sailor. What would you do if right now we had a meltdown in cylinder number three. How would you offset that? I mean, well, what would you, yeah, what would you do if it was you? I'm just saying like, cause you the, you the expert. So I'm saying like, I would do. First, first I'm gonna hit Google because I don't even know what you're talking about for real. I'm just gonna look it up and go to Wikipedia and I'm gonna guess Wikipedia has it. If it's not on Wikipedia, I'm gonna get up the hell off this boat because we all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, this I wanted like, like, is he like gonna, those, like, is he looking like through a manual? Interviews when, um, when they ask you a question and you don't know the answer for the job and you know it's an important question and it's part of the job. So they're like, what would you do in this situation? You're like, well, the first thing I would do is I would go to my coworkers because they obviously have more experience than me, and I have no problem with asking questions. I am willing to humble myself <laughs> in this good, situation. Yeah. That's a good way. To I'm a team. Yeah, I'm about teamwork. Yeah, I would have just been like, um, you know, like, what would you do if you was me? And then try to thumb through the manual. Like, oh, I gotta use the bathroom real quick. And then like grab the manual with me. You know what? I bet so, you that manual is like, uh. 15,000 pages, like the hard yeah. copy. Like, it, it, a manual a for nuclear reactor is not going to be simple. I don't right. think you could just like, like, well, let's see. Right. Meltdown, meltdown, meltdown. Oh, here we go. Meltdown. Make a Cliff Notes version. Ah. Yeah, uh, here's the problem with that, though, Jay. They've been cheating. So, like, some, yeah. <laughs> they going to have to do something. It's not a good, there's no good options at this point. <laughs> you don't know how to work a nuclear reactor. And all, the niggas, <laughs> and all the niggas that didn't cheat are sitting at home listening to Keisha Cole and just crying. I might as well have. Yeah. Oh, oh. this is this is exactly why I'm not a computer sciences major, is because um in my first class I was getting a well earned C, and motherfuckers were getting A's from cheating. And um when I went to the instructor to be like, so can you help me out? He was like, uh just use this this and this. And I was like, uh you didn't teach me anything. You just fixed my program. He's like, yep, that's it. All right, I'm done. I was like, 
so cheating is the only way to get this degree i guess i gotta move <laughs> to something else because uh, i can't be showing up to work like this that is that is all computer science all you do is you go and you find the smartest kid in class the one who's been bragging about how he's been programming since he was like a freshman in high school and you just get his program and you change some variable names you change like a little bit of the structure so it doesn't look exactly like you turn that bad boy in and you just hope that in your actual life yeah, you hope in your actual <laughs> life that you never get asked to do this stuff. That's yeah. what you're hoping for. You're hoping that you end up with a nice and cushy job with that one kid who knows what he's doing. And you're like, look, man, you need me to hold the wrench? Uh, at seven, like, at like 17, I didn't know. A nuclear reactor. That's how the people who took that test were like, JC. Yeah, they yeah. were like, you know what? Hold the wrench to me too, man. They were like, you know what? Bren, Bren Burt's been talking all week long about how he's been studying. He hasn't been doing nothing else but studying for this test. I'm sitting next to his ass, and six people sat next to him, and the teacher was one of them dumb ones who was like, you got 30 minutes, I'll be back. And <laughs> as soon as he left, the Debo in the, the, Debo in the building was like, you better give me them motherfucking answers. Okay, I, I, went, I went to a tech school, so um, we, were, we were all in a class. We all were in a group, and we moved from class to class together. So you kind of learn who's, you know, that, that one guy who's there because he knows all of the stuff, but he actually needs the piece of paper, and you just find him and sit next to him. That's pretty much what I did. That's how I got through. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's pretty much how I got my degree. And I know I'm with Rashani. You know what? Because they end up kicking a lot of people out of the navy because of this mm-hmm. and like suspending people like they say this goes really really high like a lot of people knew of this and so and that's what i was about to say it, it irritates me that once this gets discovered you get mad like this this couldn't have been a secret on the ship this could not have been a secret because if this is big enough to be a scandal that means that at least like 10 12 15 people were doing this shit who were in charge of one of the most dangerous weapons that we have and, and- and you know what? If I knew the shit, like actually knew the shit, studied the shit, and end up getting kicked out and not making it because I, y'all say I didn't qualify or whatever, I will sue you because you let these fucking cheaters in who don't, who can blow shit up. Yeah, they said. I, don't know. The, I uh, think I'll be that dude who's be back on mainland and be watching news like, oh, are subs blowing up now? What are they going to do about this meltdown that's happening, huh? And then my phone ringing, like, oh, you guys want to call me now about what to do about meltdowns. That's you know, funny. I, because I bet you they probably are calling Before, you wanted these guys. Let these guys solve it. I honestly would be that dude who's like, oh, you want to go ahead. You, yeah, you I, feel, I, that feel, I feel like if solve I was, if I was in it. charge of the school, the way I would solve this issue is easy. Um, everybody in the school that has straight A's and 100, I send them home. Everybody that had B's and C's, you guys get the jobs. Cause you obviously did the work and it's hard and that's why you didn't get A's. And we can teach you how to get to an A on the job. Like we can teach you exactly what you need to do. But these cheating ass niggas that all got hundreds on nuclear, uh, t- testing, uh, training facility jobs. I feel like those dudes are a little too, uh, too clean. So you yeah, send them home. This. And those people, if you want, you come back in, you got to test back in. Like you yeah. literally, here's a test. If you can pass, you can get in. If not, fuck you. I'm like, you ain't miss no questions, dog. No questions. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, hold on. That's, what, 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 what about that one? Hold on. How you get that question right? That wasn't even a fucking question. Right. How you get that one right? I put one in the middle. It was like, what's my middle name? I didn't even tell you that. How'd you, <laughs> how'd you, how'd you get that right? I yeah, trick question. That was Vernon. They say a, whi- uh-huh. a whistleblower exposed alleged cheating, which is still being investigated is. by the Navy Criminal Investigative mm-hmm. Service. Uh, one sailor was offered to compromise, to comprise his integrity 
recognized it was wrong and reported it to the command. You know what? Yeah, he the was way like, he was I'm compromising his integrity is another Navy seaman came up to him and said, if you give me the answers, I'll suck your dick. Right. He was like, you've gone too far. This is too much. He was there alongside the Navy's top officer who expressed disappointment but declined to answer questions about whether there's something seriously amiss in the military. Uh, the Navy scandal, uh, comes just weeks after the Air Force had its own, god damn it, its own <laughs> cheating scandal involving officers responsible for the country's nuclear arsenal. What? Oh, they flying in the air with nukes? Oh, Lord, we're gonna, we're gonna die by water and by, by air? You don't cliff notes nukes. I'm sorry. Because I'm, I'm right here by Langley. You don't too. cliff note nukes. I'm gonna die. You can't, no, you, you can't be, you, you can't be <laughs> cliff noting the nuclear warfare. I'm sorry, but Actually, when it comes Ron, to nuclear warfare, warfare, you can't you be doing this. Correct, Rod. If you go to the Kindle store right now, you can you actually find it. No, fuck that. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, you cannot greed that shit. Like, if you're, if you're the, hold on, Jay. If you're the kind of person that sits down the night before, uh, your finals in nuclear exam land and you're like, I really got a cram for this. Fuck you. You do not get to handle nukes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead, Jay. That's, that's true. Watch the game with you. I totally got a cram for this nuclear war exam. Hey, y'all, uh, I really need to try to pass this final. <laughs> hey, like, why is everybody so stressed out? It's nuke time. You need my study buddy? It's nuke, it's nuke, it's nuke final time, man. I'm really stressed out. Well, I'm sorry, man, this is indicative, though, of the problem with the education system. Just as an educator, let me say that, like, this whole concept of, like, you know what? If you can pass a test, then you're good enough. Like, no, I honestly believe that, that this is what happens when you're like, look, just pass the test and you right. can get the best job ever. That's yeah, they teach what like, your exam looks like to me. Why is there dollar signs on it, nigga? What? <laughs> like, you, like, 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 Jay, Jay, I, notes I took. Jay, I think you make a good point, man. Um, cause it happens with regular school a lot where people teach the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you don't and really I, learn, I, you just memorize the test. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Skills like that's what's happened is that you have people who are just like, well, I got to do is pass the test, and my job is assured. Like they need to start teaching skills. Like, I just can't. I guess in in my mind, I can't imagine nuclear science being taught that way. You know, it's like, in all honesty, where you're just like, honesty, so what are we gonna be looking for? Obviously, it's the answer to number three, guys. That's exactly. the one we want to know. And and. I, I strongly, honestly do feel like <coughs> nuclear, being a nuclear scientist is some serious shit. But at the same time, <laughs> what? Being, being on, being things on you, yeah, things you don't need to start a sentence with. Being, <laughs> uh, no, well, yeah, but being on a, a submarine with them, it is something that I think would come with on the job training more than anything else. I think that this may be, kind of overblown but at the same time it's uh, you, something you that should what? be watched out for but i think that it, it's not like being a fry cook you can you, know, you, know you don't what? need to be you need somebody to actually sit down with you you need a nesting period as a nuclear you know i don't but, know but I, but Rashani, the thing is like <laughs> you need some prerequisites when i start talking about atoms and the nuclear theories you need to know what the fuck i'm talking about yes there is such thing as own job training but when we look through a microscope and we like analyzing shit, you need to have some idea. Yeah, I want the dude. I want the dude who didn't cheat to get the on-drive training. Is all I'm saying. 
And, you know, I'm sorry, I just saw um, Ride Along again last night. And so the guy who played video games, so he knew the sound of all of the guns. That's that's what was in my mind. My, my bad. My all bad. right. I played here. Strike. It's, it's, it's game time, guys. Okay, it's time to play some games. Uh, the first game, of course, is uh, fucking with black people. Let me get my music ready and make sure my volume's right. All right, here we go. Just fucking with them black people. Just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right. Time to play fucking with black people. This time, the Olympic version. Not so, the Olympic version. Mm-hmm, that's right. Black people in the Olympics. I vote Lolo Jones. Apparently, uh, the opening ceremony just wrapped up, <laughs> and former Russian figure skating Irina Rodnina, which sounds like a rap name, <laughs> it does. Oh. Sorry, just the name makes me laugh. Was but. given the honor of lighting the Olympic flame. Okay. She's one of Rus- Russia's most successful figure skaters as current skaters and is currently <laughs> a member of Russia's public chamber. Uh she also put out a tweet in September 2013 of the Obamas. Oh snap. Mm-hmm. I will put the picture in the chat room for the audience to judge themselves. Um, it's a picture of michelle and barack making uh like looking at looking off in the distance at something and a white person has photoshopped in a hand holding up a banana uh the tweet was quickly deleted but rodnina has remained defiant and has yet to apologize Rodnina insisted that uh, there was nothing wrong with the photograph, and she said it had been sent to her by friends in America. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech, and you should answer for your own hang-ups. Uh, this is the point where I would take time to remind you, this bitch is from Russia. So she's, from, she's from Russia. Can, can I? Well, you know what? Fuck it. I got a long rant on this, but I, I really want to say it. I feel like I need to save that. So just keep going. Rodnina, going. who lived in the U.S. for many years, deleted the photograph, but has not apologized and remains unfazed by accusations of racism. Instead, she suggested that the wave of criticism she prompted from liberal journalists and other Russians was a conspiracy. Um, so, yeah, uh, I would have to uh, give this lady a hundred. She didn't apologize, didn't back down. Uh, invoke the, uh, the often used by racist freedom of speech uh, thing, which is uh, always great. Well, she took it down, though. Right, mm-hmm. But she got freedom of speech. So, I said this. So that's why y'all should calm this. down. Like, I want, I, I just want, like, 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 I believe in freedom of speech, and I'm a big fan of it. I think that's, that you should be allowed to say whatever you want to. I think by the same token, I think we need to clear people from, like, not being punched for saying dumb shit to people. So, like, if you call me a nigger or if you show this picture, I should be allowed to punch you in the fucking face. Because freedom of speech, yay, but you still should have to deal with the consequences of your actions. If everybody knew when you do dumb shit like this, you could potentially be punched in the face by a black person, they wouldn't do dumb shit like this. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not saying hit them once. I'm not saying kill them. I'm not saying beat them to within an inch of their life. I'm saying one good punch right in the nose just to clear the air. Just let them know there's consequences to the shit that you say, freedom of speech. If for everything, everyone in podcast land that, that can't see this, um, this is actually coming from someone who has the Olympics black fist p- 
poster right over his oh, shoulder. Wait, oh, wait. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want to say that first of all, well done bringing it back upon the Americans. Like, well done saying, you know what? It Y'all wasn't got me that who did this. It wasn't shit. Russia who did this. Somebody from America sent this shit to me. And um, I mean, honestly, at this point in time, I, I just get the strange feeling that Barack Obama's like. Every time he gets a picture where there's racism, I get the feeling he just plays Jay Z's dirt off his shoulders. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I get the feeling like it's just not even affecting him anymore. Like, to me, racism against Barack Obama and Michelle Obama is literally played out. Mm-hmm. And when you are putting up pictures showing racism against Michelle and Barack, to me, that's the lowest form of racism you can do. Like, like, like that's low level jokes. That's that's okay. horrible. But let's right. be honest. The nigga kind of looked like a monkey in the picture. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> he did have his cheek <laughs> The face he was making was a little monkeyish. I'm just saying. Okay. What about what about Michelle's face? Who was in the picture too? It was Michelle's it was it wasn't monkey enough. It was it wasn't monkey enough. But hold on, I got a question. Do we we you still give her the full thing, knowing that she just posted the picture and she had no commentary on the picture? She didn't say anything. She just posted uh, the I, picture. She got a hundred for doubling down and the non-apology. That always okay. to now me like that. Like to me, that's really where I look for that bonus. You know, the bonus points. Like for me, the offense isn't really that much. Like normally. You know, posting that picture to me might be a 25, you know. But once you get to that, especially evoking freedom of speech in your defense, uh, that is like the bastion of racism. That's like the go-to. It's in the toolbox of races everywhere mm-hmm. to be like, freedom of speech? Uh, maybe you should check yourself. This is a conspiracy. It's like, uh. Is she Russian? Do they have freedom of speech? Right. That's they what I'm saying. That, well. that was the extra <laughs> irony that got it up to a hundred was this bitch from Russia. Talking about some goddamn freedom of speech. Free pussy riot. How about that? <laughs> um, George Zimmerman and his, uh, fight uh, has, has been, uh, set the, with DMX and then canceled last night via Twitter, then back on. Then, uh, the guy said he was going to do a press conference on Tuesday to announce what happened and then said that the fight was off again all last night. This is, uh, I don't know where it currently stands right now. <laughs> If it's on what, off. what I do know is 100 for fucking with black people again. <laughs> yeah. No matter how this turns yeah. out. If they do it or not. It's 100 for fucking with black people. That yeah. is insane. The level of just callousness that this dude would have to have to even think about this. Also, his statement was when he took when he thought about taking it down, he deleted the tweet later. It said, just looked at my son and daughter today. Wow. I'm so lucky. Those people must be in so much pain. All you people are right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't you really people. get it because I think the be- the best thing the best thing is for the fight to go on and nobody watch it. Yeah, but we know that's not gonna happen. That's not so, gonna happen. Yeah, we know that's not gonna yeah. happen. Like I like that's like I love when people float these idealistic ideas out here. And by <laughs> and by and by I love by I love I mean I hate because. Like it's like when people go, well, if black people just stop saying the n word, it's like, well, but we, that's not gonna happen. So shut the fuck up. Like, can we just start with a solution that would work? Like, well, let's start we, with with don't 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 put on the fight. That way, no one can can watch it. Well, also, what I think what I think honestly is that he was going to put on the fight. He didn't give a he didn't care what anyone said regarding the fight. And then he listened to what DMX was saying about what he was going to do to George Zimmerman after the fight. And then he listened to DMX's lyrics. 
And he was really like, DMX is going to beat this guy up, and then he's going to rape him on live TV. And I... No, he's not, because DMX is a crackhead. Like, how are we all forgetting DMX is crackhead? That's the DMX is a crackhead. All they said DMX was like, DMX is a now. And he's 43 years old. He's a crackhead. DMX crackhead. I refuse to, I refuse to even get into breaking down the tape. Like the, the, it's a crackhead. Like you're giving money to a Yeah, it's, how is it pay? Yeah, how it's just, hey, let's not give money to a crackhead. Let's, let's give money to also, no. but they also, um, George Zimmerman did get his ass beat by a child. Well, <laughs> right, but also, like, the thing what? that, the thing that's crazy is like, people keep like speculating, well, like, if you, if he, it's a lose lose, if you get to see him, do you see him get beat up? Then that's good. And if, and if he, he wins, then, then, you know, it, it just makes, it just makes him look like, uh, even more of a brutal child killer. I'm like, first of all, who the fuck hadn't made the mind up yet? Okay. Right. Second of all, that's true. If he loses, people gonna be like, and that's why he had to kill that young black boy. Sorry, but it ain't nothing cool about this shit. You know, DMX is a, is a crackhead, which is probably why he took the shit, but it's nothing, there's nothing positive coming out of this shit. So, uh, a hundred, man. I'm definitely being yeah. fucked with constantly with this shit. I and, the uh, truth. This is now a hundred for the promoter in addition to just, uh, a hundred for, um, you know, in addition just for a hundred for Zimmerman and DMX is a hundred for the promoter too. And it won't go away. That's the thing that kills me the most about the entire thing. It just will not go away. They are straight up and down, just like, you know what? We're going to do this, and we don't give a fuck about whether or not you want it or not. It just it will not go away. And there's enough people out there who will want, generally want to see this that it's just never going to go away. Let's play our other game. Let's get into a lighter mood. Here we go. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. I said now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we have our guest today, the members of the Dream Team, to guess the race. Fellas, are you nervous? Never, Bob. Never. <laughs> nope. Everyone already knows about my racism. And Rashani stepped away. He'll be right back. Okay. Rashani stepped away during guest array. So I guess I have to wait on him to show back up uh, so we can do this. <laughs> That's very appropriate time. This is why you don't, this is why you shouldn't have children, people. Uh, they, they they don't care yeah. about guest array. Uh-uh. They could give a damn about guest array. Well, though, I mean, we all saw his son just run up in nothing but his draws, right? Right. We all <laughs> yeah, we just pretending. <laughs> We're just gonna pretend like, uh, we didn't notice that, uh, <laughs> that apparently, uh, uh, Rashani's children are living in an impoverished situation. Um, yeah, y'all gotta remember it's like 8 a.m., 9 a.m. his time. Right. He was, he was about a few flies away from, mm, yeah. <laughs> from the African picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. Uh, so like we said, play some guest race. Uh, Rashani. I'm totally living up to Rashani's, uh, dastardly. Um, yeah, we just, we just started, we just started the, uh, your son? listen guys, for the price of a cup of coffee a day, uh, we can play, we can play some guest, we can play some guest to race, man. Um, here's the first story. A judge has sentenced 23 year old Amanda Browsey to 30 days in jail and three years of probation 
and she has to register as a sex offender for the next 25 years a 23 year old ohio bus driver for a student a school of students with emotional and behavioral problems will spend one month in jail after she took a 14 year old student to a secluded spot and had sex with him on the bus you going to jail now Amanda Brazi will also spend three years on probation, will be a registered sex offender for the next 25 years after December 2012 incidents. I didn't know they had a cap on it. He's 14. I didn't either. Judge, Judge Mark Surratt said that his first sexual experience shouldn't be with a school bus, with, on the school bus with the bus driver. <laughs> on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I call it. I call it. I call it. I called it. The problem, the fact that he, the biggest issue it sounds like he had was that his first experience shouldn't be on a school bus with a bus driver. That's not a good jump off point. <laughs> like, how about you shouldn't be molested by people you should trust? Let's start there as opposed to like, well, his first time shouldn't be on a bus with a school bus driver. His first time should be someplace very intimate when he's 14. Well, he should be on a bus with a girl his age. If you were taking him to a nice hotel and put some flowers <laughs> on the ground and played a little bit of Chow <laughs> Beach in the background, we, we could excuse it. Love is so. We would have been okay, but you like want to do it. Did you even buckle him in? Yeah. Did you buckle him in? <laughs> Did you buy him anything to eat? But ride. The least you could have done was buy him something to eat. The humanity. Um, uh, he's fourteen, so um, some candles. Say that again, Jay. A nice piece of dinner, some candlelight, mm. and just like like play some of his favorite songs. Play some Justin Bieber. I'm imagining he probably likes Kesha. Just play some one direction. Ah! It took a, it took a, it took the jury <laughs> only four minutes to find the woman guilty of four counts of unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. Did, did Follow- they even leave? Go to the room. They just turned around in a huddle like a football huddle. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All right, we're back you know in. Bitch, guilty. All three guilty. <laughs> You know what, Karen? Real talk. It wasn't even it wasn't even a football huddle. It was like the um, Family Feud, where everybody just says it down the line: guilty, 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 guilty. All right, what guilty. We're going with guilty. We're going with guilty. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Yes. All right. Look on the board. Show me guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. guilty no whammies. Ding. Top answer, one hundred percent. So, uh, following a two-day trial. If she, if, if you have a two, two day trial, weeks. right, you, you have a two day trial, but it takes four minutes, minutes to convict you. What was your defense? <laughs> well, you see, your honor, I was in a bad place that day and he's the only one who understood me. <laughs> Sir, it was, your honor, can I just say it was just a tip. Yeah. It was just you know a what? tip. And I feel like that, uh, oh, that's illegal too. Oh shit. Okay. I'm going to go your, sit Your down. honor, in, in, in my defense, in my defense, it was a Wednesday, <laughs> and I was feeling alone, and uh, the Price is Right had just gone off, and I was telling my friend Bo, I said, Bo, people need a chance to have happiness. And then I got on my bus, and I rode, and you know how women just not, no, you know how white women, I'm sorry, I almost was offensive there. You know how white women just go into these tangents that last for like five days, and I turned around and I said to my friend, you're so funny. That's how she did her defense by just talking. She probably I feel did like, herself. I feel like she was, was like, just, can I approach the bitch? And then when she got there, was like, I just have a quick question. If uh, I just suck this dick a little bit, is that also illegal? Oh, it is. I mean, okay. It, ah, if but, I can, but I was if sitting I can, there on the bus, and he walked up to me, and his dick poked my shoulder. He asked me if I was asleep. <laughs> 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 my shoulder. <laughs> 
What we're missing here is, as has been pointed out in the chat room, is how he was dressed, man. Like, I mean, yeah. What did he have? What did he have on? He was asking for it. Walking around in them little basketball shorts. You can't be walking there, boys, and not thinking you're not gonna get molested. That's true. Yeah, he had to say a brush just right. He got on skinny jeans at the ankles, and it's just not he. He got on the bus. He got on the bus right after he got done with PE and he was all sweaty and the sweat made one ring of his hair just fall over his eye like that. And then he put his face into the water fountain and he popped up and water was just dripping all over his body. Oh, his newly grown pubic hair was just you're right there. Yeah, he really thought that. Back, 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 y'all y'all back, don't back remember he's so back crazy. Back yeah, no, I got hey, y'all can't all talk at the same time. Calm down. Hold on. <laughs> Rashadi, what were you saying? Oh wait, that was that was from Martin. I know that. That was from Martin. Yeah, stand these up. two, these two bypass comedy just to say that I'm a pedophile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I recognize that quote and, and immediately. More comedy. Yeah, I think so. I recognize that quote immediately. Um, both Brawzy and her victim testify, and both claim the oral sex and intercourse was consensual. I like that. Did they not know the law? Like, why did I you think that not. would work? I wanted my dick sucked. It was okay. Yeah, I want came twice, Your Honor. Right, he came right. He obviously <laughs> I enjoyed it. I sucked the balls and everything, Your Honor. I don't obviously, understand why we're even in court right now. At this point, the defense was, "Look at me, Your Honor. Look at all of this. Do you want this?" <laughs> I rest my case. I am the reason that the wheels on the bus go round and round. Okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> yes, if you are. If the bus is a knocking, if the bus is a rocking, <laughs> me and that fourteen-year-old retard are fucking. Uh, Brazi claimed the boy told her he was sixteen. The le- <laughs> how would she not know he, he's a student on the bus? The legal age of consent in the state, but he denied the charge. Uh, the teen told. Uh, that's another reason. Uh, you, that's a, this. Hold on. Is, hold, on what's, hold on, Rashad. This is another reason that you don't want to have sex with kids terrible liars terrible liars he didn't even know to go along with her by being like yes i said i was 16 oh case closed you know misunderstanding we'll let everybody go home and stay is like i didn't say that can can we talk about the whole how how every state law needs to be updated every single state that has this law needs to be updated to where the age of consent is no longer 16 like that is such that has to be when we were archaic back in frontier times or something no, like pe- that. No, pedophile people made them laws. People had to realize this. Years ago when people died at like 26, they, you know, they wanted to be sure they got a few babies out of a woman. So people was like, yeah, we can get them really, 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 really young. So I think, you know, the no, people I made know, pedophile laws know. about that. What you need to turn on is Father by George Michael. I feel like if we do away with pedophile laws, we'll never get songs like this. Oh, Lord. Let me pick would y'all really, you. Would y'all really want to live in a, a world without 12 play? Is that what y'all are telling me right now? Mm-hmm. Hmm? 12 year olds play basketball. we couldn't have this in a world where the age of consent was was 16 was 18 we just couldn't they we have to sacrifice some of these children so we can get so we can get some nice slow jams 
as a side note, before we get into the actual guest race aspect, it endlessly amuses me that the name of that song is a horrible defense. Your Honor, it seemed like she was ready. Yeah, uh, that's not all. He has a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention he has the, 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 the sex me songs that literally have counting in them, like mm-hmm. you would with a child. Of course! They were all for <laughs> middle school students. Step one, step into my room for fun. Step two. two. That's terrible. We know all like you count to is 12, girl. Ignition sounds like explaining sex to a child. Yep. Also, your body's calling. Not your mind. Not your... Not the age of consent, your body, which it did, might. Did this nigga have a song called "I Like the Crotch on You" or something? Yeah, he like did. That? I like mm-hmm. the crotch on you. Yep, summer bunny. Was serious? a real song? Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let me finish this article. Yes. Give me a second. So the judge, uh, uh, what'd you say, Adjutant? I'm sorry. I said I'll be at the Google's looking that up. Okay. The teen told his mom about the repeated romps after the school's principal called her when the rumors started circulating. Cause you know he was talking. Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kids can't keep no secrets, and especially when they get pussy from somebody that's like double or twice their age. Yeah, kids, d- young teenage boys talk about pussy they aren't getting, and yeah. say they're getting it. They'll make it so up. So of course, mm-hmm. if they are getting some, they're gonna be like, "Smell my fingers." <laughs> I just got off the bus. Like, and that's a even defense make- for every teenage boy. Like that was my defense. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? Yeah. Smell my finger. No kid is this cool. Every kid, like, if up till the age of like 28, dudes are like, yes, I fucked her. And this is exactly what happened to their friends. So, yeah, it, it takes a while before they grow, develop, man. So you can't be fucking 14 year olds expecting secrecy. Uh, this is a serious <laughs> offense. She thought he was 16. So she thought he was 16. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is a serious offense, whether it was consensual ah. or not. If you were a man and this is a 14 year old girl, the whole community would be up in arms. Yes, they if would. I di- if I didn't give you jail time and you deserve jail time. Ain't that the truth? Bra- it sounds like he's talking himself into it. Brazzy apologized for taking advantage of the boy, calling it a mistake, uh, and says she wants to move on and do good from now on. She no longer works for the transportation company, which is owned by her father. Guess the race of uh what's her first name mrs uh was it amanda what was her first uh yeah amanda browsey she's white she's just not a pretty white lady okay i imagine she looks like the school bus lady from south park you can't sit down i imagine that she is a pretty white lady and that she just is not very comfortable around grown men so she's just going after that and by the way, this hurt my feelings when you called the little kid a retard, but she's about to retarded little kids, so. Alright, let's check the chat room and see what they say. One who drives the cheese like cheese and wants some of this cheese white. I don't get that what? one. Drives a bus like bus? I don't know. Miss Fizzle from the Magic School bus looking for <laughs> Lizzie the Lizard. Oh. Bootleg Mrs. Just, Robinson. Uh, Jay, you're breaking up, man. I'm gonna call you right back. For some reason, your connection's acting up. Hold on. Uh, let's see if I can. That's because he started looking up. I like the crotch on you. Yeah, it's trying to download. I like the crotch on you in the middle of the show. It's always a bad look. Yo, Jay, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, you sound a little better. Yeah. All right. Um, Ask me if I'm call party right now. Uh, poor. Yeah, yeah. It might be maybe because you're on camera now. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see I'm if we can. So. See if we can work it out. Yeah, you also are in Korea. We'll we'll stick it through. We're almost done. Um, so let's see. Winter Olympian, bootleg Mrs. Robinson, Woody Allen, groupie, pale face, Aww. white. Her name is Amanda White. 
<laughs> daughter of a business owner with a city contract white <laughs> one who would get shoved by a tattooed basketball player and she like a young white woman the correct answer is white she was a white woman you guys all got it right so applause <laughs> Uh, so. And as a side note, I wonder how many people actually use the R. Kelly defense in court. She, it, it seemed like they were ready. Like, does that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. That's a good defense. Or the father figure. I'm telling you, the George I, Michael father figure song. I thought you like were going to use. I thought you were going to use the "I like the crotch on you" defense. So that was. No. I've never heard that song. Yeah, don't worry. I just found it. I'm terrified. Don't even worry about it. Don't yeah, trust me, it. it's not good. Okay. Um, I, believe I mean, it. I'm still stuck on the whole. She's got that vibe where he says, "Little cute Aaliyah's got it." Yep. Uh, here's the next uh, article. I think I can play this one. Um, but it was okay. a good Samaritan who stopped to help a uh, to help somebody and ended up getting their car stolen. Oh shit. Yeah, so somebody yeah. was in a car crash. She said, hey, can I help you? And they said, um, you can help me to your car. As though he had never left. Oh, great. Um, it's going to play a uh, advertisement first. So let me just give it 30 seconds to play this ad. But um, Jennifer Jones is the latest name. She was driving home on a Honolulu highway. They have those. Um, why? Isn't the island like two miles long? Yeah, it's a big island. Um. Can you imagine how people in Hawaii must be complete dicks about having to drive anything more than 30 minutes? Not true. It's like, hey, man, we got to drive. We got to go to the store downtown. They're like, man, fuck. What is that? 26 minutes? Shit. That's like driving across the whole fucking state. Um, all right. Here's here's the actual news article. Play it for you guys. State. It's just unthinkable that someone would do that. When Jennifer Jones was driving home on a Honolulu-Hawaii freeway, she witnessed the serious crash of an SUV. She explained to KHON2. Just take a sharp turn left and then sharp turn right into the median. Jones, whose hair and eye shadow indicate she's a Seahawks fan, instinctively pulled over to offer her help. As really? She hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. All sides white. We're profiling like that, though. She does her have uh, the Seahawks color as her hair, though. I mean, that's probably her. I mean, she seems like a so, good fan to me. But you say that on a news report? Uh, this is a quirky news report. This is uh, oh, okay. Yahoo News, Odd News. They've, they've been, yeah, they. Oh, okay. This yeah. Is I was scared for a second. I was like, okay, come on now. Yeah, I don't think they like, do that in a real, like they took like, the actual news article and then they spliced it in their comments. Okay, cause I was about to say, if they were like, breaking news, a man saved somebody's life today. His face and profile indicate that he's a nigger. <laughs> rushed over I, to just, the I just saw so two of your kids walk by the keys in her own blue Miata. She has a vanity license plate, Ice Skater, because she's an instructor at an ice skating rink. As an instructor, she's been trained in first aid and CPR for 17 years, so she was comfortable jumping out of her car to help the crash victims. There was a woman hanging half out of the passenger side, and she looked pretty bad. There's blood all over her. Miss Jones pulled the injured woman out of the SUV. The driver and another passenger emerged from the SUV on their own. Then the man, thought to be the driver, started acting strangely. He just kind of backed 
away looking at me, but backed away this way. And then all of a sudden my brake lights went on and burned rubber and it just screeched off. It, it took a minute to register that this man just stole my car. The man who made off with Jennifer's car approached her right before the carjacking. He was behind me and he asked if I needed a taxi, which is an odd thing to ask at an accident scene. But I turned around and I was like, no, sir, we need an, I'm waiting for an ambulance. I don't know. That sounds kind of nice. You knew that he was going to steal your car, so he was just making sure that you weren't left in the lurch. It's like, how could you leave your girlfriend in critical condition at a site and then steal the car of the very person who's helping her? It was a very, very much a slap in the face. Oh, right. The guy who asked if you needed a taxi isn't a great guy. Right. Sure. Jones told KHNL Hawaii News Now. Who's going to come steal your car while you're rendering first aid? It's just unfathomable that someone would do it. Reeling from what had happened, the do-gooder was told by the crash victim that she was just hitchhiking, and the accident was caused by a struggle when one of the men held a knife to her. The story turned out to be a lie. Once police arrived on the scene, 22-year-old Christopher Daniels was arrested for unauthorized entry into a motor vehicle and an outstanding warrant. The woman, who turned out to be the girlfriend of the runaway thief, was treated at a nearby hospital. And the police had informed me that, indeed, that car was stolen, and those three people had just taken it off of the dealership lot. When Miss Jones realized that her iPhone was in her missing car, she tracked it using the Find My iPhone app. My friends are all teasing me. It's like, that's not CSI, Jennifer. This is not Hawaii Five-0. It's not going to geo-track your phone. I'm like, it will. That information was all Honolulu. It will. needed to find the blue Miata within minutes. The interior of the car was trashed, but most of the owner's belongings were still inside her car, <laughs> along with something else. Left behind were all of his clothes. So his shirt, his pants were in my car. Oh, so you have somebody else's property, Jennifer. Hmm, looks like you're a bit of a thief, too. Police are still searching for the man who stole Jones's car. I bet Jennifer is hoping that these guys get theirs. Even as criminals, you know, they're still human beings, and I, I hope that they heal from their injuries and are okay after all of this. Oh, well, I bet that she's learned that it's just not worth it to try and help people. Their bad actions aren't going to change my good actions. I would still stop today if I saw a car... You know, it's it's the right thing to do. It's it's Hawaii. We should be watching out for each other. Oh, huh. She's pretty cool. All right, guys. Yeah, this dude. Um, <coughs> okay, is this cheating? Because we already, um, me and Rashani already know the answer to this. Oh, I'm not answering. I just want to speak on it. Oh, y'all um, already know the answer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, y'all two are out. Does Does Adjo yeah, Jay know not, the answer too? No, I don't. I don't know the answer. Adjo Jay, you guessed the answer first. Okay, so wait, who am I? Who's race am I guessing? Uh, guess the race of the lady who's the uh, Seahawks fan. Ah, oh, shit, white. And guess the race of the carjacker. Um, judging from the fact that he left his girl and his clothes in the car, I'm gonna go for um black. All right. Okay. I also feel like this is how women find out their jump off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chuck Chuck Spears says, "Who posts pictures of bananas?" Superimpose one who posts pictures of bananas superimposed in front of the Obamas. They're, they're all guessing the woman. Liberal white lady who wouldn't shoot someone for walking slowly in the rain. Uh, she has such a big heart. White Mimi from Drew Carey show. Hawaii dogs, bounty hunters, groupie. Of course, impossible white woman trying to save some darkies and Hawaiian colonizer. Ah! The correct answer is, and you guys all got it right. Right, she's a white lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's black history. And what were you going to say, um, Rashani? I'm sorry. You said you wanted to talk well, about it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to point out that um, 
I'm sure she got out of her car with all of this hope and wonderment, and she was like, I'm going to save this black person's life. It's Black History Month. I'm ready. Where the fuck are you going? What? What? <coughs> what? what the, that's my car. You dumb black nigger. That's my car. So I'm just imagining that at some point she probably just flashed a little bit, but that's so Grand Theft Auto. Like when you <laughs> when you steal a car and wreck a car, and your only output after that is I'm just gonna get out of my car and steal another car. That niggas play Grand Theft Auto. Um, <laughs> oh, like, so so they have you need a taxi button? <laughs> hey, he no, he really asked her. He was he was looking at his phone like, do you need a taxi? I can dial one up for you right now. That, that, that lady that lady sounds awesome if i ever get in a wreck with my mistress i hope she's the one who who pulls over <laughs> and lets me carjack her i just feel bad for the sister that found out that she was not, not that dude's girlfriend ain't that the truth like, she even lied to cover it up like he was hitchhiking and he put a knife to my throat well the police are here now i mean that's my man and uh oh he left he's not here oh well, you know what? We gonna fix all of this when Chris. What? what where? Where'd Chris go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the funny part is to me that the girl who's the jump off, obviously, mm-hmm. and the girl who were helping her out are now just sitting there commiserating. Girl, my man does that too. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. leaves me in the lurch. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you do you know his cell phone number? Because. Yeah. I kind of need my car back to go to work. Mm-mm. Well, she you probably she, off, bitch. she was probably like, you know what? You can probably track him with uh, find my iPhone if you got that app. She probably told. <laughs> she probably the one who told. Uh, all right, last story, so which means, of course, it's for double the points and double, double the races. races. Double the points, double the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It is double the points, double the racism, bonus round of guess the race. Everybody's two for two. Uh, kinda. Let's go into the last story. A Florida man set fire to his apartment complex. Oh, Florida. After being asked to stop masturbating in front of his open windows and doors. And doors? He said, I will burn this motherfucker to the ground. Wow. Kenneth <laughs> Kenneth Haskins disfigured from previously shooting himself in the face. Oh. I'm sorry, what? He uh. is disfigured from previously shooting himself in the face. He allegedly uh, torched. Got- uh, go ahead, Rashani. No, I was just saying I got my race already. It's locked in. <laughs> allegedly, alle- I feel like if you shoot yourself in the face, they shouldn't be able to take your masturbation away from you. you I'm, know? I'm like, I'm like that Asian guy. I forget his name. I'm like that dude who's on Jeopardy right now, where if he doesn't know the answer, he's just gonna say the wrong answer before Alistair Beck even finishes the sentence. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I would rather I, they they might be able to take away everything else but they shouldn't be able to take away your masturbation is all i'm saying allegedly torched his temper kitchen's home i mean home's kitchen and bedroom sunday night uh using a flammable liquid the flames then spread to other units in the apartments the 58 year old started the blaze to get back at management staff who requested he stop sexually pleasuring himself in full view of other residents just blaze i'll show you <laughs> Four four people 
were left homeless as a result of the fire no oh. one was injured oh. ha- haskins was a one man one man ran in and saved his xbox haskins that's actually a really good uh that's a really good impression i like that uh haskins was arrested monday morning on a charge of first degree arson is now being held oh, in the county jail on fifty thousand dollars bond guess the race of mr kenneth haskins uh guy who uh masturbates with everybody watching public masturbator and he shot himself in the face come mm-hmm. on son that's just that's, that's, uh, <laughs> can you get any wider than that all right i I'm just saying that is the most vindictive thing ever. Why would you mess with the dude who masturbates? You know he's got a lot of oils and lubricants in his house. He was gonna set that bitch off. He's white. <laughs> Adjective J. Nigga said the baby up in the face. He masturbates in public, mm-hmm. and he burned his own apartment down just from shooting himself in the face and masturbating in public. If you were black, he'd be in jail. This is a white dude. All right, chat room. You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, (coughs) to make this funnier, picture in your mind during this conversation the song Turn This Mother Out by MC Hammer. Mm. Uh, All right, so the the, the answers are Bad Salt Attic White, Fire Marshal Bill White. (laughs) That's pretty good. They were like, stop masturbating. He's like, let me show you something. Um, <laughs> Milton Wadhams Milton Wadhams from Office Space <laughs> White mm-hmm. Fire Marshal Bill who tried to put out the blaze with his hose F- Caller to the Dan Levitar show and Bomani Jones the guest host I saw I say White cause he felt people need to see him do it uh, Crimson Throated One <laughs> white that was uh my man uh mike from uh where's my 40 acres white man being denied his first amendment rights or something like that caucasoid and johnny storm the correct answer yes, is. is and everybody got it except for that one person white uh, yeah, y'all gotta see his picture man oh my gosh he shot himself in the face it's terrible and one person missed it mm-hmm. so When he said that um, it's my house, I can jerk off anywhere oh. I want. They're like, dude, you're renting. Yeah. Oh, oh my mouth was open. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. You see that? Oh, that is the face of a man who <laughs> likes to masturbate with and, people watching. And shot himself. You in know the face. what? It's not nearly as scary if you think about Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. It was like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't. He can't get like to pop up in the chat, so everybody in the chat room go click on it. But yeah, that pick is something else. Yeah. Um, God yeah. damn. He uh, looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. Yes. Baby. Now we have to talk about sword ratchetness. Okay. <laughs> Did somebody say Baby Ruth? Because I feel like I feel like, that's, I feel like when that dude jacks off, that's what he says. Um, arrest in no- there's been an arrest in November uh, arrest in a November death of sword will- of a sword wielding Jacksonville man that's right sword ratchetness in Florida 25 year old a 25 year old Jacksonville man has been charged with a murder after a sword wielding victim was shot in November a November confrontation over a drug debt Paris Lovon Charles Regal damn 
guess the race has been jailed on several charges since 56 year old glenn durrell tucker was uh durrell what kind of middle name is durrell d-u-r-l was <laughs> what uh wow he was killed november 8th regal was at tucker's place to collect on a drug debt when tucker was shot when tucker refused to pay regal at gunpoint he was punched butler said regal left the house but tucker followed with a sword then was shot in a confrontation outside well damn apparently stand your ground did not apply butler said regal was picked up by police soon after leaving the house but not initially charged with murder because of different accounts of the fight and the possibility of self-defense he was charged with the possession of a weapon by a felon drug possession and tampering with evidence the investigation has since contradicted Regal's account of shooting Tucker at an upward angle after being hit twice in the forehead and arm by the decorative style sword. He said other evidence and witness statements indicate Tucker was pushed to the ground before he was shot. Regal was charged Thursday with murder and attempted robbery. Tucker was shot three times, including twice in the chest, killing him at the scene. So, uh, just another story, man. Like swords get involved in a drug debt. Next thing you know, motherfuckers going home in body bags man you got to be careful watch out for your loved ones with these swords stay off the drugs drugs and swords are not a good thing to combine mm-hmm. um, but really but really the the the, the nigga's middle name was durrell he was going yeah. to have something yeah. happen to him there's there's people that you can just assume yeah. are headed down that path towards death and when your middle name is durrell no no durrell I can't even say it right. I can't even fix my mouth to say that. Yeah, you got to be something for that one. That's Durrell. And, uh, like, like the picture of that last dude's face made me want a Durrell. No! Hey, y'all like my new (laughs) Jerry Durrell? (laughs) All right, man. This has been Uh, another episode of the Blackout Tips. Uh, don't forget to check out, uh, the homies, uh, the Dream Team, uh, on iTunes and Stitcher, Adjective J Show, Negro Majority, Single Simulcast, uh by Rashani and of course Scarcasm Live uh if you want to know about the sing off and hear about some people sadly doing acapella. Um <laughs> and we'll see you guys back uh Monday at nine. Tuesday we have uh Mike uh Kaplan as a guest at five. Woo-hoo! Um and uh you know regular scheduled shows man so um hold, hold on hold on Rod mm-hmm. hold on. Hey hey Scar are you, you you ready to do that 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 swan song that we worked on man? that is not the song we picked out for y'all y'all supposed to do that's not the one we did in practice so, y'all supposed to do that soul to soul joint but it's fine we'll let this one pass yeah uh but thank y'all so much for uh coming out we got <laughs> a lot of people in the chat us. room yes uh really enjoyed this uh i'm sure it's gonna, gonna sound out, uh, it's gonna sound a bit chaotic in post but uh this is also if you want to hear uh how this sounds on the weekends make sure you guys check out the dream team mm-hmm. and um we'll, we'll talk to you guys uh tomorrow so until then i love you you too baby Mwah. <laughs>